Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. So I need your help. Okay. I love helping. (laughs) My sister is turning 30 this year. Oh, sweet baby. I don't know what to do. I know exactly what you should do. Okay. Okay. Is it... When is she turning 30? On April 10th. I know exactly what you should do. Okay. So this is local just to here. So if you're in Kansas City, you can take part in this too. And this is definitely time sensitive. It's in April. There is a Harry Potter pop-up bar oh. happening. And I'm just going to pull up the information for you. I can send you the graphic. It's in April. It's in the middle of April. And I don't think you need reservations. It doesn't cost. You just go. It's the April 14th through April 22nd. Stop it. It's at Johnny's Jazz Bar and Grill. There's, It will be magically transformed into the Harry Potter universe. You will stumble upon specialty drinks, meals from the Hogwarts dining hall, Stop live it. music from the soundtrack, Harry Potter trivia, and more. Okay, well so, done. You just we're going, so we should all go. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So, so perfect. Literally, that wasn't even planned. I know she's going to Harry Potter <laughs> play. So I was like, I actually have the perfect suggestions. <laughs> amazing. My sister is a super fan. Actually, mm-hmm. years ago, do you remember when we went to the symphony? Oh my God, I can cry. I remember exactly where I was sitting. And how so good. I want to go again. It was so good. I actually, oh, it was magical. When my nephew was born, I very specifically, so he had a Harry Potter themed like baby shower because he's a special little chicken nugget mm-hmm. for us. And I very specifically remember asking my sister, I said, when he becomes of age, can we give him an invitation to Hogwarts and go to Harry Potter world for his birthday? Please. please. I want to do that with Penny so bad. She's gifted a new Harry Potter book every year until, you know, I guess till she's eight because there's seven, but then part two is in two or the seventh one is in part two parts, but it's from her godparents who are also Harry Potter fanatics. And it's the, it's a hardcover book. And then they both write a letter to Penny in Stop the front it. and back it's pages dope. of like, what that book teaches you for your age that you are. And so then I read them to Penny at bedtime and we've 
been crushing through the series and it's so great. She's still afraid of the movies because like they are pretty scary. Yes. They're very scary. <laughs> but the books are good and it's been a fun time. Do you remember when I had you Photoshop the wand onto Penny's? Yes. <laughs> oh, no. no, we um we've absolutely Harry Potter has been a part of our story, let's just say. Mm-hmm. So I I know and part of it is it's that it's like a coming of age story and we were like young when it the series came out and my teacher literally started reading it to me in fifth grade and that was the year that I moved from my mom's to my dad's in a completely different state and I was 11 yeah and terrified and scared and our teacher started reading as Harry Potter and it was just and I also want to say all of this with the like caveat of like J.K. Rowling can go suck it. She's literally trash. We are not backing her as a human and a person. And the books did play a super crucial role in my mental health growing up. And so I have a very strong emotion. I think you can have compartmentalized feelings and thoughts about that. Sometimes you have to. I don't think you can all the time. And you don't have to choose to. But we do. And she's trash. And I don't co-sign her. So I just needed to say that, too. (laughs) Well, too. (laughs) <laughs> to get that out of the way, reading is kind of the theme. Anyway, this literally was not the transition on was purpose. not planned at all. <laughs> I am excited though. Before we jump into talking a bit more about like reengaging with learning and reading, I'd love to hear what your like housekeeping is. Y'all, y'all, are you ready for even more content? Are you ready for bite-sized videos, lessons, tutorials, how-to blog posts? Can you believe it's taken us this long before we did this? I feel like I have to whisper this. You guys, we have a TikTok. (laughs) It is out there right now. There are videos already released. We are actually on TikTok at Creative Template Shop. So if you are a business owner who's looking for marketing tips, Canva tips, graphics, Dubsado tips, CRMs, utilization, productivity, client-based tips, and everything in between. We are sharing everything there. And the marketing department here at Boss Project has been crushing it. Literally today, like as we're airing this, it's not out yet, but when you hear it, it's out. However, today in real life, one of our marketing team's members sent me her preview of her first TikTok that she made. It's the first TikTok she's ever made in her whole life. And it's for the Creative Template Shop. And it is, it's so good. It's so helpful. I'm so excited for you to see it. I'm going to give you a sneak peek. This one in particular, you should go to our TikTok and look for this particular video. This TikTok is 30 seconds. So it's super short and sweet. And it's our top three favorite photographers in Canva's a gallery for you to find them and how to find more of their images and how to utilize them in your marketing. (laughs) So, it's so good. Yeah. And I love at TikTok. Go follow us. Please go follow us. Go save a video. Go send it to your friends. Make us TikTok famous. Okay. Well, (laughs) and the thing I'm excited about is like, we're not planning to just feature Emily and I, like this is a whole team effort and you're really going to see lots of members of our staff. And you're tired of listening to my voice and seeing this face. Don't worry. (laughs) Girl, I'm tired of you. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't co-host this episode 628 episodes deep unless I liked you a little bit. Oh, thanks. Yeah. (laughs) So TikTok. At Creative Template Shop. Creative Template Shop. Follow us. There's so many surprises. Yeah. Okay. So I want to talk about 
we both, I don't know why this happens, but Emily and I tend to be on very parallel timelines personally, where, I mean, we're living our own lives. We have our own things come up. And I don't know. We can talk about how we're cycle synced also. I mean, that's just, (laughs) we've been synced almost the entire seven years. There was like a small stint where we weren't. And I'm sure that says something about our relationship, but (laughs) we won't get into that. We're definitely currently on track. But I find it interesting that personally, in addition to like all the business things going on, we tend to have seasons where we're really craving certain, I don't even know what the right word is. Like, certain seasons like yeah, that we want to be in. certain vibes certain energy levels yeah. yeah yeah and so I know Emily and I we went from like this season of introspection into this season of like learning and inviting new things mm-hmm. in that is just mm-hmm. so radically different and like I really feel like in a lot of ways 2021, I was in a certain state and went through this like massive evolution. And then 2022, I woke up and became a different version of myself. And what's funny is if you're realizing and looking back, we've gone through, because I I would feel like we went through like two years of introspection in certain ways. And then we're going through two years of growth or learning, but also in two different ways. And so like year one was like really learning new skills from other people and then turning around and implementing. And this year is completely different. Oh, totally, completely different and exciting, different, but just like different, 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 different. (laughs) First, I just want to touch on introspection for a second because I asked for a referral for something and they emailed back and said, well, I reached out to someone, but they said they're like in the process of doing and not learning. And I was like, honestly, I totally get it. Like Mm -hmm. I totally, completely get it. There's absolutely been seasons where I'm like, do not talk to me about learning literally a damn thing. My brain is not ready for it. Not only am I not inviting it in, but I need to learn to re-listen to myself. Yeah. I need to learn to become re-engaged with my thoughts and my intuition. Ask myself, what do I want? How does this feel? Where is this going? Yes. But I feel like on the other side of that cycle of this introspective cycle is generally a desire to like add to and like fill your life with new things. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's just my age or the point I'm in my life or the point I'm in my career, but I'm definitely pursuing this like invitation stage, this new like learning and inviting things in, in a different way than I have in the past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, because if we go, if you take it back all the way to the beginning, do you remember the days when you would listen to like seven business podcasts in a day? <laughs> I How did I get anything done? I listened. <laughs> oh, I'm learning about things that didn't even apply or we didn't need to learn. But I listened to so many podcasts. Like, I don't even think you realize, like I I'm listen good. to things now, don't get me wrong, but like I could go through four or five in a day and then like bust through 20 in a week from like yep. four or five different like yep. podcasters or whatever. Mm-hmm. But this season is really different. And I don't know <laughs> my like desire to be like cozy and comfortable is like showing, but yeah. it definitely been knee deep in books lately. Mm-hmm. And it's been interesting because I think both of us, whether we decided to collectively or not, we both decided we wanted to read more this year. Yeah. And I didn't really set a goal, but did you? 
I set a goal. So I wanted to start reading more last year. However, I started with like an easy baby step phase one by reading on my Kindle. And I was reading, I signed up for Kindle Unlimited. It's like $9.99 a month, but you get like hella books included in that membership. And I was like, I just need to start flexing the muscle again and reading short, quick romance novels that are really easy, really fun to get through. You can finish one in a day or two. And that really got like, I'm an avid reader. I love reading. I've read all my life. It is definitely my escape. And so it was really easy for me to dip back in. But this year, I really, I just missed books and like holding them and laying in bed with them. And we have a a mini library upstairs and it's about to get bigger. And so I was like, well, I need more books to fill it. And so I might as well start buying them. And so we got recommended at the, I feel like kind of towards the beginning of this year, a slew of business ebooks yeah. that we, I bought some, you bought some, we bought some that were similar or the same. And we kind of started diving back into those. And I just like, I was taking notes and really loving and like taking action on it. And then I know I've talked about it here, but I also joined a book of the month club and that's been helpful, but it's been pretty great. Yeah. I, but yes. I did set a goal of 50 books this year and I think I'm nine or 10 in and it's March at the time of this recording. Yeah. I'm six books in, which for me is like a massive increase. I was an avid reader when I was a kid, like loved it, always excelled in accelerated reading and always scored. I taught kids how to read when I was young and it was so fun. I scored really high on all those tests. But the Mm -hmm. problem with those programs, not to like bark at teachers for a second, Mm -hmm. but because I scored so high, the teachers would often force me literally to read a book more at my reading level, but they didn't align with my interests at the time because Mm -hmm. like ultimately I'm still a child and I'm 11 reading 1984. Like, yes, I would probably love old big books. (laughs) I probably love that now, but Mm -hmm. like then it was like a fast way to burn me out because I couldn't get through it quickly. I was a slow reader and I was a slow reader because I was reading every word. And so part of me getting back into the season, not only from like learning from other people, like Emily mentioned, but also absorbing knowledge in a new way, like with books, it's not that it's a new way, but like reinvented reading. Books. Stop it. <laughs> not reengaging with learning in that way when I had very literally, there was years why I was reading absolutely zero. Like, oh, I've definitely had a year of that. Yeah. Yeah. Like nothing. <laughs> not nothing. And so, I mean, this was a pretty big change for me. But part of that title on TV shows, does that count? Because no. I've had to turn subtitles on for the last <laughs> couple of years. <laughs> Well, there's some probably processing things happening there. My brain can't comprehend. You know that TikTok audio that's like, then they're talking about how like when my friend doesn't want to put subtitles on the movie and what they hear is, jibber jabber scoot, jibber scoot. They're like, what are they saying? Like, this is me the whole time. Brian doesn't need subtitles, but I do. And I'm like, I literally don't know what they're saying. My brain can't process it. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. 
I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get Get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. I used to not want subtitles because then I would try to read the show instead of like watch the show. And you did train your... When you are already a slow reader, it can actually feel like more of a slap in the face. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, besides the point, (laughs) closed captioning is great for those of you who need it. it. Anyway, not my point. So one of the things I knew I needed as a tool in my tool belt was I needed to figure out a way to pick up my pace. Yeah. In like a really healthy way. And so part of it was I had been kind of on the hunt for tips on speed reading. And it's not that I wanted to read fast necessarily. I was just like, I literally can't, if I keep doing it this way, I'm never going to enjoy reading. And so that was a really big frustration of mine. 
And I literally, one tip changed my entire life. So I didn't even realize this was a tip. I just thought everyone knew to do this because you told it to me and I was like, yeah. No, I I hope (laughs) it can change everyone's lives who is listening. Okay. So generally what you do, and I was like, okay, so I used to think because I'm the person who read every word, I thought you were just supposed to scan your eyes as fast as possible across every single line. Like they do in the gifts of people speed reading. And as someone who's literally recovered from a brain injury, the idea of moving my eyes in that way is like not only exhausting, but- That makes me carsick even thinking about. No. No, thank you. Not what I want. Not what I want. And so the thought is that you start in the upper left-hand corner of a paragraph and you read diagonally across Mm -hmm. the page instead of in a straight line. Mm -hmm. And you tend to absorb all the major information of the paragraph. And I was like, surely this doesn't work. (laughs) See, I taught myself this because I was so anxious to get to what was happening next that I just skipped ahead. Not like skipped ahead pages and stuff, but I did this because I was like ready to get to the next thing. No, but your comprehension doesn't go down. Who knew? Who knew? And so now the thing is, it doesn't mean you won't sometimes go back and reread a section or read a couple sentences word for word. You absolutely do. But literally that one tip, I picked my pace like catapulted Mm -hmm. and not only is reading more comfortable for me, but my speed has increased significantly to the point that now by no means are they big books, but I can read a book in a day or an afternoon. Whereas before, like it was like weeks of agony of like only getting through 20 pages at night and like feeling really frustrated. And I need someone to send in their tips for ADHD readers. And maybe it's just audiobooks is the answer because Brian, we gave him one of the books that we ordered to read and he wants to do it and he will do it, but it could literally take him an entire year to finish one very small book because he can't focus. He can't get into it. He can't stay. So he ordered it on Audible and I, I need to see where his progress is, but I think he's only read like one book in his life. I don't have tips for that. I'm not, no. I'm, I'm not a message us. I I wish I had a solution, but for me, he's one of those slow readers and like tries to use his fingers. So that's part of it because I think he thinks that will help him focus, but I think it's slowing him down, but I don't know tips on helping you focus. Like I don't have that problem with reading (laughs) with other things I do. Yeah. I mean, for me, I think part of it is immersing myself in it and like, I have to read in quiet and if my phone is dinging every five seconds or oh, yeah. right now my Slack is going off, then I'm <laughs> not going to be able to get through it in the same way that I would like to. But yeah. what I want to just say about this is it's been interesting because not only am I absorbing new information, but I am purposefully absorbing books and in listening to other things. Like I feel like just because I've dived into books, I'm also like, finding new people to follow and starting new connections. Like it's rubbed off on so many different areas, not just in this one place. But what's interesting is I have read what I need, like in the moment. And then the thing I'm starting to get to now is I'm reading what I need in the moment, but I'm also trying not to validate my idea. So it's really easy to pick up books that push you in the direction you already wanted to go. Yes. 
And so instead, I'm trying to pick books, not that they're like the antithesis of where I want to go, because I also like fill your mind with things that are going to be helpful to you. Mm -hmm. But can you you find an example? Yeah. So I just read a whole book on build to sell and like designing your business around Mm -hmm. being sellable. And then one of the books I added and I'm like, I'm still not sure I'm going to read it because I I can't decide if it's like too far the other direction for me. Gotcha. But I put it on my list. I'm going to pull it up. It's the same concept of like learning strategies from businesses who aren't in your industry. Like it's not that what they're doing is wrong or bad, but what can you take to pivot or inspire you for different ideas and think outside the box for your own scenario? Yeah. So the book is the book that I'm thinking about. It's not the antithesis by any means, but it's definitely an alternative thought. It's called Rework. And it's by the co-founders of Basecamp. And I which we don't. I literally hate Basecamp. But uh-huh. I don't it's not that I hate the founders by any means. No. I just no, like I, I, so. I don't know them. I know nothing about them. Mm-hmm. I've just logged into the product and wanted to poke my eyeballs out. So I'm like, mm-hmm. will their thoughts also make me want to I'm not sure. But the interesting thing is, okay, so build to sell, just as an example, is all around productizing your offer and creating something that's really systematic and programmatic and definitely in line with how I think literally all the time anyway, because I'm operation focused. But rework is basically about like, not always making a plan and like working in the moment and like being speedy. I think you should read it just to give us the synopsis because I'm very confused because it's their own book description is a little bit of a paradox because they say you don't need to be a workaholic, but then it says what you really need to do is stop talking and start working. (laughs) I'm like, nah. I literally have so many opinions about this book and I haven't even started it, but I'm also like intrigued by it. It's one of the few that I picked up that I'm like, I don't think I'm going to like it. Yeah. But I want to absorb it a little. Like I'm getting to the point where I'm fast enough. You're, where I'm yeah, like, you're very curious. I'm just curious yeah. now. I I think you should do it. And then come <laughs> come to our next episode. Or in a couple episodes and give us the rundown. <laughs> yeah. So, but I just think that's interesting that I'm actually to the point where I'm absorbing enough information because it's not, it's not like reading a blog post or listening to a podcast where you hear one thought and then you go search out the opposite and we're talking about 20 minutes of your time. Like right, we're, we're talking right. about devoting a day or a weekend or yeah. a week to like absorb a new thought and idea and then decide whether you want to do something about it or not. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to go through the process of absorbing new information, like I want it to be for a reason. Like, and maybe that's, maybe that's a problem with my thought that you can't, because that just means, can you ever really read Proof Pleasure? I don't know, but I do. No, I know. I know you do. But I'm saying like, if you think you have to do something about everything you read, does that mean you can read for pleasure? Oh, I mean, yeah, because if you're reading about murder, I don't want to go kill someone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I would hope not. But if I were ever in a situation, I would just say Emily would be who I would call. (laughs) You would definitely call me. (laughs) I also just started a new podcast that's really helpful and taught me lots of things. (laughs) Oh, 
and, and you've rubbed redacted. off. On, <laughs> you've rubbed off on my spouse. I shouldn't put you guys in the same. He's sending me all the recommendations, and I literally just canceled Hulu. And all of the things he's sending me are most of the things he's sending me are on Hulu. And I'm like, do you want to share your login? Because sure, I, I mean. <laughs> We don't pay for it either. <laughs> so we used to have it with our Spotify account, but then we upgraded to the family Spotify because my daughter wants to listen to fucking Taylor Swift literally nonstop all day, every day. And I love Taylor Swift, but girlfriend wakes up and plays Taylor Swift on her Google, goes upstairs and plays it, wants to play it downstairs, wants to carry the bows into her playroom and play Taylor Swift. And she will listen to her entire discography on Spotify all day. Girl there are songs in there I haven't heard in like 10 years. Girl after my own That heart. she's jamming out to. Jamming. She sings along and I'm like. Well, <laughs> if she comes in town again, we should take. We have to. I don't know. She's really sound sensitive. Oh. Yeah. Well, if she, if she comes back in town, we're definitely going. <laughs> you and I can go and I'll tell her all about it. I'll take the videos and she can play them at low volume. <laughs> and she can play them at low volume. No, I have a problem with sound too, but. Anyway, I'm interested for you, like, what is it meant, like, moving into this new season? And, like, do you have any big takeaways for someone else? What's interesting is being someone who does love reading, and I have a plethora of books that I love to read for fun that are not business related, Mm -hmm. that help me wind down from business and recharge because we've talked about this before, but a little bit of my human design aspects, I'm a projector and I don't have access, I don't have permanent all the time access to my energy levels. So I have to do deliberate things to recharge to build that up. And there are activities that help rebuild it in certain ways. Walk around Target, going to get coffee, reading a book, watching a show, going to sleep, sitting in the hot tub, right? Whatever, the, even running errands sometimes can recharge in certain ways if I'm needing it for different things. So luckily, reading can recharge me. But I cannot read a business book to recharge me if I need to be recharged from business. And so what I find is the unique balance of when I want to read a business book versus when I want to read a book for fun. And right now I'm currently reading three different books. It's something (laughs) I haven't done that in a while. But as a child, I would be reading like five different books at one time. And so I'm kind of going back into that habit, which I don't hate. That part's not the problem. But it's the finding the dedicated time to which book do I want to read? in this moment, like in line with what do I need energetically? That's been kind of my biggest challenge. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Do you find, so, I mean, for me, if it's not what I need energetically, I just would choose not to read, but. Sure. So like, yeah, if I need to recharge, I will, and I don't, I don't nap. And so like, if it's too cold to go out into the hot tub or it's raining and I don't really want to go spend money, so I'm not going to run errands. I'll sit on the couch and read a little bit. If it's, I'd like to read in that window right before Penny gets home. Mm-hmm. It's like 30 minutes. Sometimes I'll browse TikTok, but if I've been on my phone all day, like making reels. I'm like literally out. a weekend reader. Oh, really? Yeah. Mine is afternoons, almost every bedtime and weekends. If I read at bedtime, I would fall asleep more instantly. So maybe I should get back to that, but then I would never yeah. finish a book. So like well, that's I've, when I read my books for fun because I'll read just like one chapter and then I know I'm going to go to sleep, but it does help me unwind. Mm-hmm. But business books, I this is just funny. I kind of time block it a little bit. I really like spending Friday mornings reading. Like I'll do it during some work hours because I'm reading for work and I take avid notes when it's a book about work because I want to like regurgitate it to our team or like implement it in some way. 
So Friday mornings, we do Pancake Friday. So Brian will either make or go get pancakes for breakfast. So we wake up a little early. We have breakfast all together. And then they're out the door by like 8. And we get started around 8. But Fridays are sometimes a little bit slower. And so I'll spend the first hour, hour and a half sitting in my chair with my coffee, reading, taking notes. And it's just a kind of fun way to start a slower day for me, but still feels productive. Mm-hmm. So, Interesting. Yeah. Fascinating. No, my favorite mm-hmm. spot to read is in my, so I have two offices in my house, but I <laughs> usually use one of them. Mm-hmm. And if you knew how loud my husband spoke, you would understand why mm-hmm. I choose to use one of them and not the other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if one day I ever get a door, maybe, but on the weekends, he's outside. Yeah. And yeah. so then the front room is really quiet. And yeah. if you go in there in the morning, it's so sunny yeah. and it, oh, it's so good. And so yeah. I just like sit in a ray of sunshine with a drink and read and I could lose hours that way. And it, it's been really, it's been an escape in a good way because often I find that because of the way the team has grown and evolved, you and I naturally communicate less than we did before. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so sometimes I want to like get thoughts and ideas out with you, but I haven't had a chance to catch up with you yet. And so almost reading gives me an opportunity to like entertain an idea without having a conversation. Yeah. And so then I usually come to the conversation with you with like way more specific thoughts and ideas rather than like more in the brainstorming stage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love it. I think I think if reading is accessible for you, whether it's audiobooks or reading a physical books, they both count, in my opinion. I don't know who the fuck decided that listening to audiobook doesn't count as reading. Like I want to punch that person. So get on with your bad self. Get some books. We've got a ton of recommendations. We'll make sure the latest are uploaded in our Amazon shop. You can find that at... I think it's just bossproject.com slash Amazon, but we definitely need to update the list. Mm-hmm. We need to update it. So before this episode airs, we will update it <laughs> and put our latest and greatest. But if you have any recommendations of business or just books that you like in general, please don't hesitate to send those over on Instagram at Boss Project. Send us a message. And if you need recommendations for business or books for pleasure, I read a lot of murder mysteries, thrillers, fantasy... We were talking about some sexy fairy books. If you have not started down the sexy fairy book train and you don't know what I'm talking about and you were like, what the hell? Please send me a DM. I'm, I promise you it will change your life. I converted so many people to this trilogy that has quickly become their favorite book of all time. I'm not kidding you. So if you want to find out what that's about, DM me on Instagram. <laughs> you can find our handle over at Boss Project. I'm Emily Says. That's Abigail says, go find us, say, hey, give some more books to read. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. 
You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.